This is the 343 Podcast. I'm your host, John Pronich. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the 343 Podcast. This is another installment of Two Minutes Uninterrupted. On these episodes, coaches are given two minutes to discuss their coaching philosophy and ideas about the game. After that, we talk about the topics that they touched on, and we try to extract at least one gold nugget that you can leave with. The guest on this episode is Emily Taminovich. So a big thank you to Emily for coming on the show. She is actually the first female participant of this new interview format that we introduced in 2019, so that is pretty cool. If you would like, you can connect with Emily on Twitter. Her handle is etominovich, and that is E-T-O-M-I-N-O-V-I-C-H. There's also a link to that on 343coaching.com. This episode of the 343 podcast is brought to you by the 343 Premium Coaching Membership Program. That is the program that is designed to deliver what has been missing in this country. What is that? Well, let me tell you. Easily accessible, high-quality coaching education for an affordable price by proven practitioners. Yeah, this is the program that delivers a powerful learning experience by using actual training and match footage, audio lessons, eBooks, Q&A sessions, and exclusive members-only forums for networking with other 343 members. The proven 343 methodology, the same methodology that has powered multiple teams to the Development Academy finals, and it has helped produce multiple professional and national team caliber players can help you reduce your trial and error time by helping you learn exactly what you need to do on the field to coach possession-based soccer. So if you want to start seeing the results that you want, and if you are an ambitious coach, and if you want more from your teams, and if you want to coach possession soccer, this is the program for you. So if you would like to sign up and start learning today, you can visit 343coaching.com. So once again, that is 343coaching.com. All right. I hope that you enjoy this episode of the 343 podcast and this installment of Two Minutes Uninterrupted with Emily Taminovich. All right, uh, so two minutes uninterrupted from Emily Taminovich. Ready, go. Um, so I coach uh, both club and high school soccer, and um, I, I'm used to working with older players, but this past, I guess this past year and a half, have um, been presented with, um, uh, so I coach 08s and 07s right now, and um, went from like a really big club to a bit of a smaller club. So uh, I, I guess my perspective has just changed a lot because I was originally just was really fortunate and, and was given players that um, were very good and just came with a really strong technical ability. Um, so going to a club where that wasn't necessarily the case, I think uh, I started to realize how, how important that um, that technical ability is no matter what age the kids are at. I mean, even even in high school, uh, we spend so much time just working on technique 
um, because it is so important. Um, so I, I think, not, not that I didn't think it was important before, but uh, you go to even like big showcases in Southern California and, and other places in the U.S. and you see like these kids that are supposed to be playing at high levels that like can't stop a ball dead, but they're really athletic. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess again, I'm kind of rambling, but for me, uh, just no matter what age I get them at, like we, we focus on building a really, really, really strong, um, 30 technical, okay. Technical base. And, um, as well as working on decision-making, but yeah, I guess for coaching philosophy, try and create an environment where they can, they can get that, that really good, strong technical base as well as, has learned solid decision-making skills because I think that's those two things are the most most important thing in the game. All right, um, cool. You had about ten seconds to spare. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's talk about that real quick. Uh, first, okay. let, let's start off with uh, with who you are, and then tell me exactly like the uh, if you can, if you don't mind saying the yeah. uh, the club or 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 teams that you're working with because I feel like that would be pretty interesting. And then where where are you as well? Yeah. So I I came from the east coast so i was coaching for um soccer association of columbia i was coaching their 98 girls premier team um and again they really really good but i just was really lucky i fell into that that was my first coaching job um and then i moved to, i live in long beach california so i i coached for strikers after that and now i am with ayso united and um and i am with uh long beach wilson high school Oh, got it. I think I think one of my high school teams has played Long Beach Wilson. Oh, yeah. I, this is my first year. What high school? Uh, I, I used to coach at Rigetti High School up up uh, just north of Santa Barbara, and okay. but I I I can't remember what which one of my teams it was because I coached the boys for a while and then I coached the girls. But Long Beach Wilson, we we were in the same division at some point. I I know that for a okay. fact. Maybe like CIF or something. Yeah, it must have been. Okay. It just it sounds so familiar to me. That's so strange. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a weird question. Are you the race car okay. driver? Yeah, I used to. Yeah. <laughs> Cause when I, when, when you signed up for, for a phone call, I, I tried to do a little bit of research about you and, uh-huh. and some stuff about race car driving came up. I was like, am I interviewing the right person or am I researching the right person? Like that seems strange yeah. to me. So, so yeah, I, I fractured my back my senior year of high school. Ah. So I, I had to take two years off playing. I like so I, I couldn't play in college and then after two years it was a little bit late. So I like I just kind of fell into that for a little bit. That's so that's so interesting to me. Um any any parallels with soccer and, and race car driving that you've that you've noticed? Decision making. Decision making. Just really, really quick decision making, yeah. That's interesting. How uh how other than other than being on a course or a track or I don't even know what to call this. I'm so out of my element asking questions about race car driving, but how, uh, how, how do you practice that? How do you train that? Uh, so a lot of times, um, it was reaction, uh, just reaction training. Um, but again, I, I didn't get to it as high of a level, obviously as like, you know, the, the people that are in the Indy 500 and things like that. But, um, yeah, if, I guess, I guess for racing, that's interesting, but yeah, I just did for soccer, just, I guess, try and, um, try and create sessions in, in where, I don't know, it's, it's maybe a little bit different, like obviously looks like the game, but maybe a little bit different. Um, just to think about that, that creative decision-making and things like that. For example, like 
uh, my girls really like the one goal in the middle. And then you kind of like have, have the goal in the middle and they can play over top of the goal and around it and things like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I want to, I want to kind of explore how you might design a session that, that in, um, that incorporates what you feel strongly about, which sounds like building that technical foundation. So yeah. is, is, is the typical session like a, a session where the players have a ball at their feet the entire time, um, like individually, or is there a lot of like group exercises? Is there, um, is there tactical training? What, what is an ideal or, or a typical session for you? I think it kind of depends on the group. Cause again, I have 07s and 08s. They're incredibly, incredibly different just people and like play the game for different reasons. Um, but with my 08s, um, uh, yeah, ball at their feet the entire time. Um, I can, I, they'll do anything. Like they, they just, they just love it. Uh, we do a lot of like, just to make it competitive because they also like competition. We'll do some like juggling relays, um, just, just relays to make it competitive, uh, some Corver type things. Um, but with my 07s, I have to just keep it really, really interesting because they, they don't, I, I, I don't, I think for a lot of them, it's more social. You know what I mean? Yep. So if, yeah, if it's not kept really, really interesting, I definitely lose the group. And they actually need that that technical training more than my 08s do. So it's a little bit challenging. I what, found it very challenging this year. What you mentioned too about uh, about like what, like the reason why the kids are out there, I think is also very important because people get hung up on um, you know making it a, a professional environment or making it... Uh, not not a professional environment and it's like there there's a there's a, a need and a niche for all, all the players like there 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 should be a, a place where players that just want to go have fun should should be able to go and 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 get you know like somewhat serious training i feel like right. that that's that's absolutely appropriate it's right. um it's always interesting though like when the people that just want that when they try to control the conversation about the players that really want something more, like uh, that's where I feel like there's a problem. Like the people that it's like, Oh, it should just be fun, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, no, like some people want to go take it serious. Like we should encourage those people yeah. to go take it serious too. So we should be servicing yeah. everybody's needs. And, and I, that is difficult because there, there are both on the team, but I guess the, the people that, and maybe I don't even think that they quite know that that's what they want yet. Um, or maybe they do, and maybe it's their parents. They're a new group, so I'm, I guess I'm still kind of learning. But it's definitely it's been a challenge. It's definitely been my biggest challenge yet. Um, I've only been coaching for four or five years, but it's definitely been my biggest challenge. Can this I group. can I can I ask you a question about AYSO United? Yeah, for sure. It obviously comes with like a like the AYSO tag, and that yep. and, and and that probably poses some some problems or. Um, can create like a, like a judgment, I guess. Like I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely one of the people that are, that are guilty of judging, you know, AYSO yeah. United because it's AYSO in the name. Uh, me too, before I took the job. Yeah. So, so, so tell me what you've learned about working within that program and, and maybe, you know, with some myths that have been busted. So I, again, when I guess the opportunity was presented to me, um, had the same sort of judgments that I'm sure a lot of other people do. Um, but then I went and met with uh, the national director of coaching just because they have it in several states and just really liked um, his name's Paul Bright. Uh, just really liked um, 
what he was trying to do, uh, what he was going to allow his coaches to do. I mean, I have a, I have a lot of freedom to, to develop the, like the players the way I want and, um, get them to kind of, you know, how everyone says play the game the right way, but kind of, kind of do that. Um, so again, like, it's not like there's a lot of pressure to go out and win right away or even, I don't know if even at all, obviously everybody wants to win, but, um, but I guess they, they, they care more about the, the quality of what's being played as opposed to, as opposed to the results, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Um, but, but yeah, so it's, uh, basically AYSO's club program. Um, I guess, I think it's like two, two years old, two, three years old, but, um, it's all that just everyone starts in AYSO. So why not at least try and keep, keep kids under the umbrella at a higher level? Yeah. And I, I, I've been fortunate to have a, a a fairly decent relationship with Grant Haywood. Um, Yeah. I know Grant well. Yeah. So he, he's done a very good job of showing videos of his AYSO. um, I forget what he calls them. Um, I guess is AYSO United. Is that what it is? Yeah, so they have, I guess, kind of like most, like a lot of other Southern California clubs, like how Slammers have like Huntington Beach, Cerritos, uh, uh, okay. you know what I mean? Yes. South Bay, just just sort of like that. So uh, I work in the Pacific region, so it's like Long Beach, Los Alamitos. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Grant would be like AYSO United South OC. Okay, yeah, I was even thinking more like Inland too, like Tustin or, or something okay. like that. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's done a great job of showing you know, videos of his AYSO team. And and if you went into the match, like if you were a club team that got matched up with this AYSO, whatever in a tournament and you're like, Oh, we're going to play the AYSO. Nobody's cool. If you went into right. that, in, into that match with that mentality against Grant's teams from, from what I've watched in those videos, you would be in for a very, very, very rude awakening that this team would right. probably play you off the field. And, right. and so I'm, 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 Grant was the one that started to change my mind about that. And I've ran into him multiple times at, in conventions or um, even just at a, at a youth soccer game in, in Orange County, we were at, at great park and I think we were watching galaxy cup or something. And it was um, Porto versus sporting Kansas city, maybe in like a okay. final of a game. And I just got a chance to talk to him about, you know, his experience going through the B license and the A license and what, you know, AYSO has, you know, supported him in doing. And, and it just changed my mind totally about the program. So when I saw that you were part of that, I, I was really interested in, in hearing more about your experience too. Yeah, it's been great. Um, and they've, cause obviously originated with, um, with score, but, uh, this year United's completely new balance. So just even, um, trying to look the part too. So, um, again, they like, like with Grant's teams, like they have good teams. My, my little OA team is, is decent. Um, and there's been some teams that have won state cup. So, uh, just starting to look the part as well. Cause you know, it shouldn't be important, but it is. Yeah. It's kind of like the mental, like this mental game that you have to play with the players and the parents and also the other teams. And like you said, it it shouldn't matter, but it does, you know, when a team shows up and and they look professional or when the kids get the kit and, 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 and they all get to like go home and try it on and they, and they feel like they're part of something just based on like the club logo being on the jersey, like all that stuff shouldn't matter, but it absolutely does. and, And it helps build the team and helps build the program. Yeah, I mean, even with getting like good coaches into the program, like again, it shouldn't matter. But coaches want to wear nice, nice things. Yeah. They do. 
Yep, that's absolutely true. A lot of coaches like we'll take shit pay and and we'll if you know if we get a cool Nike jacket. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, Emily. And anything else that's on your mind that you feel like you wanted to get off your chest when you know now that you have uh, you got some people you got some people listening to you. Uh, no, I, I think I think the biggest thing again that. It, uh, has been, I guess I'm really eye opening because again, the, the first team that I, I was very fortunate to work with um, had a, just loads of really, really talented players and um, they, they had good technique. So we got to actually talk about the game and, and things like that. Whereas coming in and working with some younger players, uh, yeah, it's so, I learned how, how hard and how important it is just to be able to break down technique to like the most basic details because like kids don't understand it. It, it just if you if you say hey, just better first touch better first touch well how can you get a better first touch like how can you how can you give a better pass just things like that um so I, I just think that's so important I mean even with my high schoolers we do it a lot like especially at the beginning of the season because we play on turf so the long ball doesn't work very well it's just gonna roll out of bounds yeah that's absolutely right uh, where can people where can people connect with you or learn more about your your coaching and and the teams that you're with and the programs that you support? Uh, my personal social media is at e uh, Tominovich, so that's e t o m i n o v i c h, and then um, AYSO United is uh, at United AYSO, and then if you're in Southern California. Uh, it is at AYSO SoCal. All right, cool. Um, well, I, I appreciate your time and best of luck with the with the club team and with the high school team. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and probably think about this all day of when I've played Long Beach <laughs> Wilson soccer. So um, this is gonna bug me for quite a while. Uh, awesome. I, and I should probably also mention that you support my friends Tiffany and Adelaide with Duke Dig Brand. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I love their stuff. It's great. Yeah. Shout out to them. Um, all right, Emily, uh, thank you for your time and, and appreciate it and, and best of luck to you. Awesome. Thank you. Have all a right. good one. All right. Thanks. See ya. Bye. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of the 343 podcast. And a big thank you to our sponsor, Bounce Athletics. I also want to leave you with one note from one of our members of the 343 coaching education program. His name is Thomas, and he's been a member for quite a while. And this is what he had to say. If you want to play insanely good with your team and start to understand the possession and positional game, this will give you a head start. I have tried the material on three ordinary teams, and after a year, they totally dominate the local teams. After two years, they are among the best in the region. The program 343 offers is not a complicated curriculum. It's actually simpler than you might think. But instead of more, you have to go deep in every detail. Thomas, thank you so much for that beautiful review, and I hope that everybody else finds that valuable. If you want more information about the 343 Coaching Education Program, the program that helps support and fund this podcast, you can visit 343coaching.com. All right, we'll catch you guys next time here on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening.